Hi everybody, I am Jen Johnson and you're watching Thought by Thought Healing. I am a chronic pain coach and I also like to get on here and just put out as much free content and I, as I can about the um, process of reversing chronic pain. Um, it is the most freeing, wonderful thing that I've gone through. Um, that is the recovery process and chronic pain is the worst thing that I have ever gone through and so I just want you to know that you're seen and there is hope and so um, today I want to talk about forgiveness because um, not forgiving actually does contribute to our nervous system dysregulation which um, I really like to think about because it is proof once again that God is good and when he asks for us to do things it um, has a great benefit um, and I guess blessing for us when we um, follow through and so we are going to talk about forgiveness which is a big one when we don't forgive it is stored in our nervous system but oftentimes when we don't forgive it is not because we are withholding forgiveness it's because we are actually just not acknowledging, we're um, ignoring, we're shoving it, shoving it under the rug, we are um, just moving past it, brushing it off, and thinking we're strong enough to move on. And chronic pain is proof of um, one of the things that we have been unaware that we need to deal with. And so um, it's an opportunity to kind of get into your subconscious and look at what are some of the emotions that you are um, operating out of uh, that is really perpetuating, perpetuating that fear cycle in the brain and the bitterness cycle and the, the fear and the, and the ways that we live our lives based on the hurt that we've experienced from others, either sin or their mistakes. Um, that that um, caused pain and damage to us. Those intentions are very different. One is purposeful um, and one is not. And yet both of them um, require us to take a good hard look at, um, at our pain. Now this is often really uncomfortable and we would rather just continue living our lives and pretend like um, we have forgiven when in fact we haven't stopped to think about it. And I think this is where one of the um, miscommunications happen is I think that sometimes we think we have forgiven people because we are still in relationship with them and we are still loving them, but we have not stopped to take the time to acknowledge and recognize and name and feel and give it over to God the harm that was done to us. And that's inconvenient. It hurts. It's uncomfortable and it's not fun. And um, I know for me, I preferred to just continue living my life um, thinking I was godly and strong. And in fact, I was not and had a lot of work to do. So I am um, imploring, I guess, of you to look, um, to look at the situations in your life that you felt hurt in and to not quickly forgive. <laughs> Um, we do want to quickly forgive, but we need to first, um, first really um, reckon with and um, almost grapple with that the pain, the severity, be able to name it. 
So what I um, did and do and have my um, clients do is something that I call Psalm It Out, um, and it's a writing assignment, but this doesn't have to be done with writing. It can be done in, um, uh, I'm going to call it a fake pretend conversation you have with people. There are many ways, but the point is to feel your feelings. Um, and note that I did not say talk about your feelings. I didn't say talk your feelings. It is feel your feelings. And we don't like to do that as humans because it sometimes seems scary. I think sometimes um, it feels like if I choose to um, acknowledge the, um, the pain that I have or the sorrow or the loss or the grief that you, you feel like you will be sucked in and never come out. But the awesome thing is that we have a God that is so good and so big that he doesn't leave us there. And he um, enters those spaces with us and um, and does not leave us there. And it does not have to be this thing that is never ending. We don't have to experience our sorrow and stay there. We get to experience our sorrow and actually let it go. Um, but um, and, and experiencing sorrow is sometimes a part of the forgiveness. It's acknowledging the ways that, that we're hurt and, um, and how that sometimes, sometimes that hurt that we've experienced, um, uh, can help you, I use the word help, but cause you to develop certain fearful personality traits and ways of offer operating that end up becoming what we think to be our identity. I'm a people pleaser. Um, I'm, I have, I'm intuitive. I, I'm able to pick up people's emotions. Um, and, and really, a lot of those things actually can be um, based in fear and can be a, a learned response to having experienced sin um, from others. Uh, I, I am not in any way actually saying that our sin doesn't actually play out in our nervous system too. But in this um, video, I'm talking about other people's sin against us and the process of forgiving and naming. Because when we name it, when we feel it, when we recognize it, then we can also see where God has promises for us for healing. And those wounds can then be taken care of by God. But right now, they're just stuffed into your nervous system. And, and, I, and I mean that. I mean, I mean it scientifically. It is playing out in your body in pain in physiology, in neurophysiology. Um, it causes chronic pain. It causes anxiety, which are two manifestations of the same thing. They're um, a placement of the nervous system, a description of the nervous system, um, which the brain absolutely affects and, um, and is actually part of. So uh, the way that I dealt with it, and everybody's different, um, but what, what helped, one of the ways that helped me was to do a, uh, this writing assignment I was talking about. And um, I think Sarno, John Sarno is the first one that um, used this. <laughs> Feel free to correct me, anybody out there who knows. Um, but I think Sarno used this type of writing and I know Howard Schubiner does. And I have um, had taken a few principles of that. And, um, and for me, uh, I, I needed God's truth to be and what he says about me to be the end product. And so the first part of the writing assignment is... Um, you, you you have a hurt, a, a pain, um, something buried that hasn't been um, reckoned with fully, and you do a brain dump, everything that comes to mind about that thing, write about it. And then, then, then you set, a, well, that was for a timer. And then you set another timer and you write everything you feel about it. 
I feel ignored. I feel rejected. I feel damaged. I feel yucky. I feel dirty. Um, I feel unseen. I feel a stomach ache all the time. I feel um, insecure constantly. What, however, however it comes out for you, uh, those are some of the things that for me came out on paper. Um, I feel angry. I feel like I want to punch somebody. Um, it is not a time um, when you are reckoning with and 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 moving towards forgiveness, it is not a time to pretend like you are more holy than you are, Christians. For me, this is this is a space where there is a lot of cursing and there is the, the depth of what is actually in my heart that I let it out. I confess it. I do it with God. I tell him. I show him how I feel. And his grace is absolutely sufficient to cover it. I'm not producing sin in this. I am revealing the state of my pain in my heart. And yes, sometimes sin comes out in that and um, it's already in there. And so I work through that with God. Um, and then I do another writing section, which is what's different in mine. And that is where I, I meditate on what is true. And I write for 10 minutes about what God has said is true about this um, this situation, this person, whoever I'm forgiving. Um, I am loved. I am, I am forgiven. It is okay that I felt that way. Um, I have freedom to move on. I can let go. I am capable of forgiving. I'm capable of letting go. Um, on and on and on. And I don't, um, I, I, I write for 10 minutes because, um, the, the point of this is to get to a place where you can forgive. Is my goal to relieve my nervous system and to get rid of pain? Not sure I can answer that because I know that for me, it was part of what showed me that it was needed. The pain was what showed me that, um, I had hurt and pain from people that had hurt me and I had not fully, um, dealt with it. So was it my motivator? Yeah. I wish that I would have seen it before the pain. I wish that, um, I wish that I could have just forgiven these people out of obedience and out of, um, I don't know, seeing that God said it was good for me and, and actually asking it of me in scripture. Um, but my motivation, um, the, what got me there was my pain and, and I'm okay with that. I know God, I know that God's grace is actually good enough in that also. And, um, the relief of forgiving somebody when you legit forgive them is amazing. I feel it even now saying it on this video that my nervous system called, calms down when I remember the people that I love that I have forgiven. Here's the thing. Sometimes when we forgive, God shows us, no, the way they treated you was not okay. And no, they don't get to be in your life anymore. It's okay to set boundaries. And so some of those things for me were a no and no. And I think if you knew the details of it, you would agree that it was a no and no. They don't need to be in my life. But there were also people that it was no and yes. No, it wasn't okay. And yes, they're human and they're imperfect. And I get to love them and it's okay. And I'm okay. And God is healing and has healed a lot of those wounds. And that's the, that's the power also in this is that um, the second option I was talking about where um, you, you might have this 
conversation with somebody who hurt you where you say the things that you wanted to say and maybe you want to do this alongside a counselor I did some of this alone and I did some of it with a counselor where I would have a conversation I would say the things that I needed to say but then I would turn and become that person and I would respond as if that was that person and oftentimes I would say you hurt me and they would say I know and I don't know how to do any different um, I'm leaning into God um, and it gave me the ability to have compassion for the people who didn't purposely sin against me, but are simply human and flawed like I am. I know that there are people out there that are actively having to forgive me for my imperfection and my sins both. And, um, and so it, when I do this, it gives me a compassion to understand um, other people and their perspectives and their, um, their weaknesses um, it gives me a place to be able to to love and to be soft and not to be so defensive, to forgive um, and to um, also um, feel okay with my own imperfection and the fact that other people are forgiving me too. Um, and I mean, scripture talks about this, um, forgiving others. Um, and so we are forgiven. And there's, there's a part of that that I see when I work through this where... Um, where I um, now have this just soft heart towards people who made mistakes in my life and who were not perfect, and that is okay. Um, and um, so there's a no and no, and there is a no and yes, and and both are appropriate. And until we stop and choose to acknowledge and feel, not talk about, I mean, not just talk about, but to feel, allow it to have its space in your torso, to feel the sorrow, to feel the anger, to feel the shame, um, to feel those things and then ask God for truth that you get to rewire your brain with because right now your brain is wired in those distressing emotions. It is wired in pain. It is wired in sorrow. Um, actually, it's wired in suppressed sorrow and um, and all these these ways that are playing out in pain and symptoms and fatigue and um, uh, anxiety and depression in, in our in our bodies um, and when we can acknowledge them in order to let them go and again we have to acknowledge the ways that we are hurt first and then God comes in he heals those wounds he gives us truth that we get to claim and own and know in our bodies and feel the healing power of um, of of his love for us um, is amazing and your truth, your truth to your pain will be slightly different than mine. So maybe my words that I'm using here aren't as powerful um, as the ones that he will show you. In fact, I know the ones he shows you will be more powerful than the ones I'm sharing with you. Um, and, um, and there's freedom in it. And there's also, um, it is a layer. I, I think it's a pretty, a pretty big layer of that layer of, um, of the layers of the, the onion of pain. And so... Forgiveness, it is a big part of healing. Um, and so um, I hope that this um, inspires you to look at subconsciously. These are not things that are always conscious. They're things that we ignored because life was too busy. We didn't want to. We didn't realize. We thought forgiving, forgiving meant just moving on. Um, sometimes it's intentionally withholding forgiveness and sometimes it's just not knowing that you haven't done it. Um, or not even knowing how to. Um, I often do something symbolic with earth, wind, fire, I don't know, 
the cross, something symbolic, an Ebenezer of sorts where um, I can look back on that time and remember because you're going to still be triggered um, by things that remind you of that pain, that, that, that hurt that you experienced. Um, and so then you can choose um, later on to remember the, the Ebenezer. You can choose to remember the um, monument, what you have set up as established forgiveness instead of going back to the hurt. And you can claim the truth that God gives you. So, um, yeah, hope this is helpful. Um, if you want more tidbits like this, follow me on um, Facebook and Instagram under Thought by Thought Healing. And um, check out my website too, thoughtbythoughthealing.com. And oh, and next week I will have um, Dr. David Hanscom with me. So actually, if you have any questions for him, feel free to shoot me an email and um, I'll try to fit them into the interview um, like I did with Howard Schubiner last week. And so um, with that, I will say goodbye and I'll see you guys later.